It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell. All right, everything's lined up and set up for Las Vegas. Seedings are set. Game's almost final tonight in the West Coast Conference, but we know where people will be. Gonzaga's a one, St. Mary's a two, BYU a three, USF a four, LMU the five, Santa Clara the six, San Diego the seven, Pep the eight, Pacific the nine, Portland the ten. There you go, one through ten. And BYU doesn't have to worry about anything until next Saturday night. Teams will play on Thursday and then Friday, and then BYU will tip it off Saturday. That much we know. Cougars today defeating San Diego. And our final score here is 87-73. to Joining us courtside. Pinch hitting for Coach Rose is Coach Tim Lacombe. Tim, good to have you on. Thank you. I have warning track power on my pinch hitting spot. Solid to the gap. Either way, I hear, with yep. Coach Lacombe. So uh, congratulations on the W tonight. Uh, nice to get back on this floor. And you know, Coach brought it up. Um, it was a rough week. Uh, two lost weeks haven't happened for this team in a long time. In fact, the BYU hadn't lost back-to-back games since, uh, since late December. Um, really solid league campaign. Consecutive losses, not a thing until last week. So just the – and then having to sit on it too a little bit longer, right? And then getting back tonight. Just the whole approach for the team and how you think the guys responded. Uh, you know, as you say, it was uh, it was a hard week last week, and, you know, particularly that San Francisco game that we felt like we played so well for 32 minutes. And, um, and then, you know, going up to Spokane and not playing very well. We had a long time to sit on it. But one thing this team's been is a really good practice team. And, Greg, you've seen it. You come to practice. Our guys practice hard every day. They, they have a real purpose to them, and, and they're together. And as long as you can keep your guys together and keep working hard and practicing and trying to improve, you know, you got a chance to win games. And um, it was nice tonight, you know, as, as the game kind of came down the wire, it was starting to look familiar, you know, the way we, we, we went through about a four-minute stretch where it got, uh, it got a little – Harry, but um, we, you know, the guys stayed composed and we made free throws and made plays and took care of the ball. Um, you know, did enough defensively to to win against. I think a really good. I think San Diego is a really good team. Yeah, and you got a uh, coach a curveball thrown at you with Gavin uh, not being able to play tonight. So uh, I thought uh, we just had Yoli on, as you know. I, I thought Yoli had maybe his best defensive game tonight. I thought it was just terrific and. Pinero's great player. He held him to 10. I mean, that's that's a pretty impressive performance from from Yoli. Everybody tonight, obviously, but but stopping Pinero. Yeah, we swarmed to the ball, and you know, we our our active hands, you know, from everybody really kind of created turnovers and got us some easy baskets. And uh, really, to Zach's credit too, Zach guarded Pinero a lot of yeah, the time. Right. And um, you know, what we've seen with Pinero is he's a handful. Um, so you got to mix up looks. You got to mix up putting bigger guys and smaller guys on him just so he can't get in a rhythm, and get comfortable. You know, just uh, referencing San Diego here, just how good this league has been this year. You can look at just this this little tidbit right here. Uh, San Diego is going to be a seven seed. They're going to play on Thursday. They swept the team that swept you. They swept San Francisco, which, you know, right. is a pretty dang good team. So that's where it kind of is in this league. Uh, from top to bottom, you're going to find challenges uh, night in, night out. And there are no easy scouts, and there's tough guards all over this league. And the way San Diego played USF is just one part of it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really do believe, you know, I've been here the entire time we've been in the West Coast Conference. And as far as top to bottom, quality teams, um, difficult games, I think this has been the best the league has been. Um, obviously, Gonzaga is a 
top what three team in the country um and and then if you look down the line i mean every single team it has been really really competitive minus portland um who's i think is actually playing better now so it'll be interesting in vegas i think the matchups are always interesting and, and it'll be fun to get down there and and compete for what we hope is a championship and an opportunity to play in march madness so on that note if you go by Ken Palm, uh, WCC's ranked eighth, so it's top ten league, and and finishing second in that league is saying something. And BYU is likely going to do just that here as soon as this game goes final in Moraga. So you're a second place team in a top ten league, eighth in Ken Palm, and uh, and and that's something to be proud of. I think Gonzaga is kind of a different breed in and of itself, but uh, and and you know what? There were no quote-unquote slip-ups, right? I mean, every every game you lost was in the top tier of this league this year. That's right, uh, and that was really something that was a focus of this team um i think they they came every night they they approached every opponent with um due respect uh you know we went out on the road and won games um after not playing very well on the road in the preseason or in the non-conference um so there's a lot of things that you know there are a lot of things we wish we had back you know but i think there are a lot of things that we're we're grateful for that we we really kind of lowered our head and got through it well, Coach, you're getting you're getting a little older, uh, as we all are, but you've been through a you know a lot of conference tournaments over the year. What what's kind of your approach to conference tournaments and maybe some keys for teams to be successful? Um, I think that it's really important to to really value it and understand that it's kind of like a new birth for everybody. You know, everybody gets a, a, a the the it's definite that the winner of that tournament gets to go to the to March Madness. And you know, we've been in a position before where we've you know, everybody said we're in, you know, regardless of the tournament. Uh, certainly that's not the case this year. Um, but it's an opportunity for every single team in the West Coast Conference to go down there and have a fresh start. And uh, so our really what we got to do right now is we got to get healthy. Um, and we got to take the week next week to get healthy. Uh, we got to stay sharp. You know, we got to get Gav back from inj- from uh, illness. Um, and then we've got to manage the week right. And um We'll uh, we'll jump on. You know, we, we won't know who we play until until Thursday. So uh, we'll have teams that really till Friday. Well, I'm sorry, till yeah. Friday, till yeah. Friday. Yep. So uh, we'll know kind of the three teams that are in the mix, and we've got to kind of you know prepare during the week to get ready to play them. But most importantly, we got to maintain our our sharp uh, edge and focus and competitiveness. BYU will play either San Diego. Uh, let's see. No, uh, let's see. Santa, Santa Clara, Clara San, Diego. San Diego, or Portland. Uh, yeah. So on the ne- odds are Saturday night. There's two of those. Or three, two or three of those are my scouts. So that's bad odds for <laughs> Vegas, right? <laughs> Dang it. No downtime for you. <laughs> yeah. Assistant head coach uh, Tim Lacombe with us. More from Tim coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show continues. Assistant head coach Tim Lacombe sitting in for Coach Dave Rose tonight. Uh, much more from Coach Rose coming up this next week. We'll have his and he'll have his coaches show on Tuesday night, and then uh, behind the mic with Greg Rubel, my one-hour radio show. We'll have Coach Rose for the entire hour on Wednesday night as we get into conference tournament time. Time now for our big time performance of the game, brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the My Rate checking account from Bank of American Fork. T.J. Haas averaged 30.5 points per game. 
in two games against San Diego this year. But uh, we're going to go with Yoli Childs for tonight's big-time performance of the game because Yo was not too far behind him. He averaged 28 a game in the two games against San Diego along with 12.5 rebounds. Tonight he goes 29-13, and 13, blocks four shots, plus 21 to lead the team, Coach Lacombe. And as Mark noted, uh, defensively one of his better outings. Yo was big for you. Career highs in free throws attempted and made tonight, 14 of 19 as well. He got those extra two, you know, <laughs> yeah. after he missed the goal completely. Um, but... Proud of Yoli. He he competed hard, and in the first half, he came down with some really really big rebounds in traffic. We were having a hard time securing rebounds, and um, and he went and got a couple. You know, and Quince actually leaned over to me. He's like, "Man, that kid's hands are so strong." Um, he he just goes and gets balls, and um, he's grown up a bunch, um, and we're proud of him. He's uh, he, he had a he had a great night tonight, along with TJ, and I thought Zach came in and really gave us a huge lift as as well. Um, you know, with Gav being out, you know, Zach and Yoli kind of had a nice chemistry going together. Um, so all in all, just a great win. And, and uh, you know, Yoli and TJ kind of led the way. You mentioned Gab before the break, and again just now, update folks on what his situation actually is and the chances you you get him back at uh, something close to full strength here for Vegas. Well, the text he sent me is he's he's never been this sick in his life. I mean, he didn't get out of bed, and um, he actually was going to try to come in today and, and have team meal and stuff, but we, we just felt like it was better for him to rest and stay away and not give it, give it to anyone else. Um, you know, there's a bad strain of the flu going around, but um, he'll uh, – the nice thing is we don't play now for – uh, you know, week time, weeks time, and um, and he'll get feeling better, and uh, and we'll get him back. Cause, as you know, down the stretch, Gav's been really, really important. And I, you know, going to this game really nerve-wracking because he's a good match for for Pinheiro, and he's a good match inside for for the big guys. Uh, so we missed him tonight, but uh, glad we could get the win, and hopefully we'll get him back soon. Coach, senior night. Thoughts on McKay and Luke? Well, both guys uh, really kind of. Uh, went, you know, Luke was a guy we recruited out of out of high school, and um, you know he, he played two years and kind of decided he wanted to go on a mission. And uh, but Luke's been an unbelievable teammate, captain, leader, um, and just a guy that you love having in your locker room. You know, I don't know. There's one guy who could say anything negative about Luke other than maybe the hook and holds and the flagrant fouls every now and again. That he can't. You know, it's not his fault. He just kind of playing so hard. Um, McKay is a kid who we recruited out of high school, didn't end up offering him. He went to Weber, played against him, loved his toughness. Uh, when he came available, you know, decided that he wanted to come down here and walk on. Um, we had an awesome opportunity this summer to go up to Idaho and see his family because we'd never really gone through a recruiting process with him. But lives on a dairy farm, got a tour of the dairy farm, uh, <laughs> amazing dairy farm at that. Uh, the funniest part of it was, you know, we saw all this dairy stuff and cows being born. They had us over to the house and had uh, they had cookies and, and went to get the milk, and they had no milk in the house. <laughs> so we saw milk all day long, but there was no milk in we the We really tree. needed it. Yeah. So, uh, but just two guys that, again, you just love having in your locker room. You love having compete for you. And, uh, you know, McKay's out here on the floor. doesn't look like he wants to take that jersey off, mm. um, which, you know, everybody can understand. But. We're, we're grateful for those kids, and hopefully we play a lot more with them on our on our team. And with wife uh, Maddie, a pretty athletic duo. Oh yeah. 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 She will. Uh, she can really run, man. Uh, I pass. I see her running with the cross country girls every day on my way to work, and um, yeah, I think they, she could probably beat me in an endurance <laughs> race. I'm pretty sure of that.
So a little bit more about this league before we let you go. There are four teams with 20-plus wins in this league, and you're not one of them yet. Okay, you're and, and you're one win away from, from becoming the fifth 20-win team so far in the WCC. On that note, anybody who thinks 20 wins still isn't a big deal is not a coach who's been doing this for a while. No. And, I, and, and to do it potentially 14 straight years, I... I, I I really shouldn't show my frustration at those who don't think it's a big deal anymore or it's not as big. It's still a big deal. And well, to do it as many years in a row, it's not easy. And, and again, you're on the cusp, and it's just a number. But that, that said, I hope people realize just how tough it is to do it year in, year out. And, uh, again, anybody who comes and watches any of these games knows there are no nights off. You don't get no. gimmies. Well, and I think our league especially, I think the one thing our league really did this year was to be scheduled up. You know, I mean, LMU's got 20 wins with – the likes of Georgetown, you know, on their schedule, and um, you know, San Diego beat Colorado, and I mean, uh, you just go down the list, and uh, I, you know, one day when I'm not totally shackled, uh, and I can go after some idiots on Twitter, which there's a lot of, um, they, they, at some point, they'll recognize and understand what, they, what it means, because it's not always, it doesn't always just happen, um, and coaches' consistency. And the level of, you know, play that the guy that he's brought to to this place over, you know, so long. At a certain point, there'll be a there'll be a real gratefulness, and you know, it's always unfortunately our culture is now, you know, well, what have you done for me, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, I actually got to hang out with Coach Roger Reed this week, um, and had some great conversations with him and. You know, there is some reverence for for what guys do when they're when they're gone, and uh, uh, what coach has done, and his ability to continue to coach winning basketball is is really impressive. You know, the phrase you know dip year, it's a real thing out there. Even really successful programs have have you know quote unquote down years, and and I don't think you can really point. You know, uh, you, sure, you'd love to be in the NCAA tournament advancing every year. doesn't happen for every team. But, but I think the other thing that's interesting is, I mean, you just go look at the at-large teams that are not in the Power Five or the quote-unquote powers, you know, the, the Power Five plus one, yeah. right? Um, there's not a lot every year. and, and The number's it, getting smaller. The number's getting smaller yeah. every year, and this year, let's see what it is. But it's hard to, to get in. So um, we have an opportunity to do that to earn our way in and that's what we got to focus on right now that's next las vegas and wcc tournament time coach tim lacombe thank you for the time congratulations to you and the guys on uh, the win tonight finishing things out the right way and being uh, a second place team in the wcc a uh, second place team in a, in a top 10 league uh, second to gonzaga uh, it's an accomplishment and it matches byu's best ever uh, league finish since joining the WCC, best finish in uh, in four years. I'm proud of proud of these guys. This is this is all as you guys know. It's all about the guys you got, and really appreciate what you guys do. Um, you know, they they don't see you guys getting on those late flights or early flights, and you know, skipping work. And in Mark's sake, we really appreciate all you guys do, and uh, looking forward to uh, postseason now. It's our pleasure, and let's also note too, uh, biggest crowd in a few weeks. Uh, awesome, thirteen thousand ninety-five tonight for Senior Night. Awesome crowd in it. Tough weather night, right? But an awesome crowd. Thanks so much for the support and 
uh, really excited that Luke and, and McKay got to go out with a win. Nice night in the Marriott Center, finishing off an 11-5 conference campaign, and hopefully win number 20 is just around the bend a week from tonight. Thanks to Coach Tim Lacombe, we'll hear from Coach Sam Scholl. By the way, you might you might want to just uh, – uh, Sam Scholl's a guy that's been around this league quite a while as an assistant kind of paying his dues, and I know you, I know you respect what he's been able to do with the, with his guys. Yeah, cl- Sam and I have always been really close, and uh, – you know, he, he's right in the thick of things, but he, he did an awesome job. They had some injuries this year, um, but he took over a situation and, and stayed with it. And uh, Sam's he's got a bright future. We'll hear sure. from Sam next. Here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.